Crepton Corner and it took them ages to sell out um, Alexander Palace yeah, as well. Yeah, it's a big venue, man. And I think like, but it's different because Crepton Conan have kind of built up to that level of mm. they've done the... They've got their core and then they would have done Yeah, they've done the thousand person venues. Yeah. They've done the... They've built up to it where Spotify just went straight in and thought they, you know, with the brand they could go in for it. Mm. Yeah. And they, eventually they sold it out, don't get yeah. me wrong, but it's just, you don't just sell it out like that and, yeah. Yeah. unless you've got and uh, people have an awareness of what the event's about or like... Yeah. The reason why I thought that um, Crepton Conan um, took a while to um, sell out Al- Al- Alexander Palace is because the momentum of Seven Days and Seven Nights kind of went really quickly. Mm. Like if you think about it, um, it's not even a year old and it two projects in, yeah. in one, it should really stand the test of time. We should yeah. still be bumping tunes from it. But they're kind of, you know, but I think remember the year was it was it the year prior where they were on all the features yeah. mm. so the stuff with like they were smart so if you're in between album album cycle you see it Giggs has done it Getz does it mm-hmm. so the Abracadabra most stack they were on the big songs yeah. so even though they've not got nothing out and because they smashed Still the verses it makes you feel like they've got crazy stuff out yeah but seven days seven nights of course you're focused on your own thing you're not really on features like that crazy we ain't had a um, last night and we're over freestyle a little while yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but this, yeah like I said this is their project to work for the entire year I don't feel like they've necessarily done that and it's arguable to say that um, Robbery is probably like one of their biggest hits after Don't Waste My Time mm. but they're Freak of the Week Freak of the Week yeah I mean like to, to us which Cause it's something, what, I what something we I think respect we're, we're guilty, we, for, we forget like no, no, we want the stuff here at the street level yeah yeah obviously in terms of like sales and it's universal on both crowds Freak of the Week has probably blown everything that they've done out of the water in terms of sales yeah but like I'm talking like in terms of like impact robbery yeah. was huge yeah if we're in a dance we're not select we're not requesting it, yeah but it's that what you said that's for us yeah, yeah. That's it not was so for, like, huge Sally that we forgot that yeah. it's Abra- abracadabra's song yeah because they took that yeah true that's true but they helped us abra as well with that because the song was already bubbling mm. but that gave him more visibility he got the rated awards uh, the, the remix the, their verses standout verses as mm. well if you're gonna come on a song like that and deliver mm. mad verses like everyone's gonna forget and by the time we get to Abra's, Abra's bit yeah yeah, yeah. you like saying forget it's yeah. his tune so we're not interested DJ's already spun the next tune that's <laughs> <laughs> true <laughs> yeah I mean uh, well, levels are good though yeah but um, what, did I, what else do I want to touch on as well that's a few other bits but we'll wherever the convo goes we'll, we'll cover all that stuff yes You seen the stuff about this Ronaldo rape case? Not to, mm, not to, mate, not to was, sour the mood. Mate, uh, my, my, <laughs> not to, not to sour said, the mood, bro. Someone said CR and the R stands for rape. Yeah. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> mate, it's mad. Over 300 bags on yeah. hush money. But you know mm. what, though? It's like, I don't know, Like it's so hard to judge those kind of stories, isn't it? From like, did it happen? Didn't it happen? You know, is this this you just try and get the money... Yeah. now she's trying to go back on that these, or is it like you know it's so hard to that's the reason why I I, I hate talking about like these kind of cases yeah, it's because it's mad. it's one number one it's uh, it's a very sensitive subject mm. um, number two without knowing the full truth mm. of the, the incident yeah uh, aside from the fact that we know that there's hush money involved yeah which makes the situation very funny but mm. even the word hush money I like when you, when you initially see, you think, oh yeah, he's guilty because why would he pay? But at that level, yeah, 
it probably that prob- that's probably the cheaper option. Mm. Yeah. Time consuming. Yeah, exactly. You kill it off early. And because you know what, that was the summer from the article I was reading. That was the summer he moved to Real Madrid as well. Yeah. So it's like he was already like starting this new career in Madrid. You yeah. don't want to start that on a sour note. So yeah. It's like even if he didn't pay her hush money or whatever people want to call it, yeah. she would have taken him to court, and that would yeah, have been yeah, another yeah. like three, because, four, five, six yeah. month process. And God knows where you'd have to go court. You'd have to do where she's based. Exactly. Well, like, the thing is, where you, like, where he was already a superstar. And he's got he's got enough superstar, money. It's not superstar. like he can't just go, all right, there's 300 bags. Mm. Like, <laughs> take it and, yeah. you know. Yeah, happen, looking at his like, contract now, he's on like 500 a week. So that's yeah. like a week's wages and you still be calm. We say Monday to Wednesday money. But it looks bad. That's the thing. It looks bad that you paid it, but it's like. I was thinking about it today and I was like, Ronaldo's been giving money, like yeah. even with his children. Mm. Yeah, all right. But he's a, I'll but pay he, you to give. I'll pay you. But to, he's a weird character. Like I don't even want the mom. Just listen here. Give yeah. me your womb. Give me the womb. <laughs> give me the baby. Yeah. I'll give you some out. peas, and then that's it. He's been giving money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's it's um. It buys you the power in it, but because because like with the Me Too movement, all that stuff. Rate wise, you always got to handle it carefully. Yeah. And I never want to talk about it unless you know like you've done enough research. Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing. No, the thing is, no one ever will be able to because it's like not gonna know. In that case, there is him against her. Like, whose yeah. word is it? And it's like, you know, the story that on the article oh, I was reading. Mad, though. Like, there's a lot of gaps in it though. Yeah, mm. it's like you know, all of a sudden she's like, I wasn't going to his room. Then all of a sudden she wanted to go up to take a picture of the view. Okay, so it's like, <laughs> how did that happen? The then it, yeah, then it's like she was in the bathroom. The next thing they're like in the bedroom. And it's like, it, it just like, the story doesn't seem to like, make sense. Usually the situation really is weird. she's fallen in love with the image of Ronaldo, then she's got mm-hmm. there and he's just as much a scumbag as most of the men them are, yeah. and just wants to like, beat straight away. She wants to sit in the jacuzzi, yeah, take yeah. photos yeah. together. He's probably, listen, I'm just trying to get my nut, no phones. And she's felt, she's, cause what it usually is like, she felt away, she didn't get like, wind and done how she wanted and now it's like, mm. Uh, yeah, and the thing is, yeah, Ronaldo strikes me as um, a robotic type of human. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He, he seems like he's very um, tunnel vision. Yeah. Like, if it ain't, if it, you saying he scheduled the beats? Listen, loves nine. Yeah, months. like if it, if, it, if it doesn't have <laughs> anything to do like with his career um, aspirations or like him maintaining a certain level, because like yeah. he about Ronaldo you always hear the stories about like he's the first one at training yeah, and then he's the last one to leave like even when um, one of his teammates comes super early he's already there did you see the article Terry Ter- Ter- said that he tried to get to train at like half six six right? he said he got there. there he said look like Ronaldo had been out there for an hour already <laughs> <laughs> he said what did you not go home like yeah. you just had the I watched it. Have, you, have you seen a Ronaldo movie yeah he just seemed like a person that, like, yeah, tunnel vision, train, yeah. train. No, he got no personality, nothing. No, yeah. Like, life, yeah, life ain't gonna benefit his career. He's not yeah. doing it. Kind yeah. of. And, and um, I mean, the only side that we we saw of him, like, that was quite human-like, was the relationship with his son mm. and the relationship with his mum, and how he's um, kept his day ones with him. Yeah. Other than that, it's very much career, 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 career. Mm. So he don't even want like the mother of his children there. Yeah, that's how mad it is. Yeah, no, Ronnie, Ronnie's on different stuff. You know what I mean? He's like, all right, just give me the children, I'll pay you <laughs> off, and then you can go and live your life. Yeah, that's wild. It's it's just money and power, though. Yeah. We'll break yeah, it all down. But hashtag off the cuff pod. Come on, we're here, and I think everyone's nice and relaxed now. Yes, yeah. you're listening to Falls Forever. I'm Mr. Vance. We got a guest in the building this week. You can introduce yourself to the people. 
Yeah, so my name's Alex Manzi, and I don't know how to introduce myself. I've got a couple podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I just left my job to follow my passion. Sick. That's it, really. Dope, dope. Um, do you want to, you said you've got a couple pods. Do you want to? Um, yeah, uh, so I, you probably should, to be fair. Yeah. Um. So the first one I've got is called Dreamer's Disease, which is like where I put most of my energy and time into. So that's like, uh, I guess, a series of interviews where I sit down with like inspirational people, hear their stories what they do, why they do it, how they go into it. So people like Vicky Grout, Chucky, Semtex, Slumflower, Hussein Manoa, people like that have all mm -hmm. been on there. Uh, Javan Wade, just like hearing their journey and their kind of how they've got to where they are and trying to kind of take some wisdom from them and give it to the listeners, just try and like, you know, put into their own life. Um, and then I'm, the reason I left my job, which was at One Extra, was to build the business and the brand around the podcast, which is what I've always kind of had the vision for. Dope. Um, so that's super exciting and then the, the other podcast is just more of a bit of fun and it's called the Retro Football Shirt Podcast Yeah. and it's me and my friend Uche um, and we basically just spend a lot of time talking about football shirts so we decided to just start recording the conversations oh, yeah. um, so we just sit there and have like a 30 minute chat about different football shirts from like the 90s or early the noughties stuff. And yeah, I was going to wear my Fiorentina I was going to wear my vintage Liverpool top today yeah, actually. good man candy yeah yeah, that's a classic. Nine, John Barnes yeah. one. Yeah, that's a classic. So yeah, that's it. That's that's the two podcasts, man. So what do you enjoy more? What put you on the spot out of the pods? Oh, Dreamers Disease, man. Yeah. That's yeah, that's like my baby. Like the retro football one is just pure fun. It's mm. like you know, if it turns into something, which it might, I don't know. Fantastic, but like Dreamers mm. Disease is the one I'm thinking about ninety percent of the day. Like you know, how can I do this? How can I do it? How can I make that better? How can I make the video better? How can I? Who's my next guest? Where? <laughs> You know, yeah, well, that's that when you know it's, when you, it's your baby. If it's taken up like ninety percent of your your thinking space, yeah, um, yeah, 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 you can definitely. We can relate that shit. It, it, like it, it does get to me sometimes. I just want to be able to just to be like, I just want to come record, mm. enjoy the process, mm -hmm. leave shit alone. But naturally, because of what we're trying to do, yeah, you start thinking, okay, cool. What do you want to? How yeah. am I going to help it grow? What, what's the next strategy? Who do I get on? Do we focus on getting guests? Do we? Because mm. even last week, and I shout out to our listeners got really good feedback people seem to really enjoy having just myself vans hate in a room and break down all the stuff you broke down and some of the conversation we're having yeah but then you think profile wise then you then you get in your own head and before you know it tuesday's come around now and it's like shit i gotta go record <laughs> yeah yeah that's the thing that's like you know that's why i enjoy both because yeah. the retro football shirt podcast allows me to just go and record and enjoy it mm. and not have to think too much about yeah we've got an instagram account or whatever and eventually we'll get guests on, but it's we're not like putting ourselves under that pressure. Yeah. Was with like Dreamers Disease, like I put myself under the pressure to make it a full like product that I want it to be, and that like that's fun as well because it's like you're chasing something and you're working towards something, and there's a bigger picture and a vision and like all of that comes with it, and it's, that's also part of like everything that's being spoken about in the podcast as well. So it all kind of works together, you know. That's sick. Yeah. Let's get into it a little bit um, about Dreamers Disease, like. Yeah. Um, First of all, like, what is it and what? when did it come about? Um, so, do you want the long version or the short version? It's up to you, man. Like, I think <laughs> hey, the, the you to listen. Long, well, I'm, I'm watching. <laughs> All right, so we've got, we got a semi-long version. So the, the semi-long version is that um, I've spent a lot of my life being very, very unhappy. And I've spent a lot of that time beating myself up about things that I probably didn't need to. And I kind of went on this whole journey of, like, leaving school, 
um, and not having a proper job and not really knowing what I wanted to do with my life and kind of going through that whole process of like being very unsure about myself and my life, but also filling the gaps with like going out and partying and like doing all the kind of exterior world stuff rather than focusing on like myself. Weekend offender, just out. Yeah, literally. Mm. And like, you know, partying a lot and not, not like going crazy. Like I've never been a big drinker, don't get me wrong, but like I would go out a lot and I would go and see my friends or we would do stuff and you know I was just papering over the cracks I guess and it got to a point where about five six years ago I was with my girlfriend at the time and we were having an argument and what happened was she she was like sat on her counter doing her makeup or whatever and I was sat on the edge of the bed and we we're having this ongoing argument for like five ten minutes and she just turned around and she looked at me and she's like why aren't you saying anything and I was like I didn't know what to say. She was like, why aren't you saying anything? Why aren't you saying anything? And I literally just broke down in tears, like on her bed. Just, and this has gone deep straight oh, away. Like, yeah. this, is very early. Like, <laughs> this has gone very deep, right? Um, but I did, I broke down in tears on her bed and I was just like, only words I could say was like, I don't feel like myself. I don't feel like myself over and over again. And that's all I could say. And what it was, it was like me finally admitting and saying out loud that I had gone through this whole like life of, you know, not actually taking care of myself and going through a lot of harm and putting myself through a lot of dark places and everything like that so it was more like tears of relief for actually finally being able to admit it yeah. but also it was like that was a moment where I think I really recognized it myself mm. you know so like that whole process there taught me a lot in terms of like what I was putting myself through for all the wrong reasons and then I had to go on like another transition period of like two three years of actually trying to discover everything about myself that I thought I knew which I didn't know so like what do I like doing who do I enjoy hanging around with what are the things that I want to do? Like, you know, where is my life going? What kind of place am I in? I literally asked myself these questions that I didn't know the answer to, which is a scary place to be. Like almost looking at yourself in a mirror and asking yourselves like serious life questions. Like, mm. what do you stand for? Who are you as a person? You know, what's your purpose? And you have no answer. Like that's a feeling of like, just pure being lost in it. So I had to go through that and come out the other side of that by finding the things that answered those questions and one thing that was born out of that was dreamers disease because um i started reading more i started listening to more podcasts and all very much like inspirational self-helpy self-improvement topics um and what i discovered was that i wasn't actually as much as i was enjoying the podcasts and the books like they were all kind of american podcasts a bit like oh, what okay. you were saying earlier before we started recording about combat jack yeah it's like you were listening to the podcast but it's like American conversations and American How guests. I didn't relate. Mm. Exactly, and I couldn't relate. Well, I could relate, obviously, because like you can always relate to the story, but I couldn't relate to the people and what they've grown through because it's you know been stateside. So I wanted to find a podcast that I could relate to with the kind of guests that I wanted to hear from, and that podcast didn't exist. So that, that's where Dreamers Disease was born from, was from me wanting to hear the podcast that I wanted, but I couldn't find it. So I just made it myself because... I was working at One Extra, so I had contacts. Yeah. You know, I knew that there was people I could approach to interview quite easily. And that's what I did to start off with. I just started interviewing like industry friends and it's kind of developed over time to more kind of, you know, industry figures or creative figures. So Using your network around you. Yeah, exactly. And then it helped, helped you expand the, the Yeah, podcast. so that's kind of like where the story of Dreamers Disease began. And the name, the name came from obviously Stormzy's EP. Um, and basically when I was writing down my initial notes on my phone which I've still got of like the plan of what I wanted the podcast to be type of guests I wanted 
I, I was writing down ideas for names and I was writing down keywords so like inspiration motivation happiness dreaming dreams and then I just somehow got to dreams disease came back into my head and I was like that's actually quite a sick name so I wrote it down and I started writing down more words but I kept going back to dreamers disease as yeah. the name because those two words sum up exactly what I think the podcast is about is like the disease of dreaming causing us to live unhappy lives because we don't take action on those dreams we just sit back and dream about them and that is summed up perfectly in those two words as yeah. well as the dreamers disease is someone who's addicted to living out their dreams which is what Stormzy's kind of I guess EP and the title of his EP was about so it's like both sides of that coin work very well for what the podcast is about um, alliteration works and helps as well yeah of course two D's as well yeah too. yeah and it makes like a logo look nice because you yeah. can put two D's in it and it looks kind of you know whatever so um, but yeah that was kind of where it was all kind of born from really that's dope man yeah I mean um, I was listening to um one of your episodes with uh, Megan Roxanne. Mm, she's sick. Yeah, um, yeah, she's dope, man. And like, just, just listening, like to, you know, the obstacles and stuff like that. That mm. someone that's pretty successful, you know, like, I think there's various different platforms that could, that could, that um, someone that's successful in their respective fields that they can go on and speak about success. Yeah, but they're not speaking about the other spectrum of you know the losses that yeah. they may have and taken the like and yeah the struggles not even just like from a business perspective but just like as a person that's going through their own respective journey because like we everyone loves a success story mm. yeah but we rarely hear about um how they got to that place yeah, yeah and exactly like the stuff that they had to battle internally as a person so um dreamers diseases um it fit it fits perfectly for yeah. me so yeah like I, f I think you hit the nail on the head and it's kind of like just trying to make me go back to when me and Fo started off the cuff mm. I can't even remember how the name came about it was me but at the same time maybe like it hasn't got a sexy fought, story though that's what I'm like, saying I was like yeah. <laughs> we need to call this something yeah, so yeah. That, My head's I don't hurting. think I don't think it was a thing where like Foles like really sat brainstormed down and <laughs> brainstormed <laughs> came up with various different names yeah. it was just like oh yeah should we call it off the cuff alright cool let's yeah. do it because see if you're a fan yeah, our listeners know us well enough now yeah if I say you got nothing and I got a suggestion yeah bro let's run yeah, with it let's yeah. Just, yeah, yeah let's, let's go let's yeah, go, that's let's... why the name works perfectly isn't yeah. it so like again it suits the the brand of the podcast right yeah 100% so like, that's what makes sense you say um, you mentioned a couple of times that you were at One Extra yeah talk a little bit about the role you're in in terms of what you were doing and like you now in the place we've now left that and now yeah, chasing so this dream I, I started at One Extra in February 2014 and um, they just created a brand new role which is social media producer okay so it's for someone to come in and basically take steer of all of their well I say all of their social media channels it was just Facebook and Twitter back then okay um, so to come in and kind of shape how one extra looks online and like almost create a digital footprint um, and my my backstory was that when I left school I was working in a factory uh, for like two and a half years but while I was there me and my best mates in school started a music blog called We Are SME and we kind of built this blog up over time and started doing events and we kind of got a bit of an an industry following more than like a public following right. and so people within the industry knew about the blog and we'd done some like guest um, blogger 
features on Radio One and like Six Music and stuff. And um, I, I went through various other jobs after the factory. Like I worked in events and marketing. Uh, I then went and worked in advertising as a TV producer. Um, uh, sorry, assistant TV producer. And then the the role at One Extra came up, and Moz actually sent it to me and said, "You should go for this," because he knew obviously what we've been doing with the blog. That wasn't enjoying my job, which is probably more down to the fact that I wasn't actually enjoying my life in general, yeah. um, rather than the job. And yeah, I applied for it, but I just thought I weren't really going to hear anything back, so I applied for it and thought, "Go for it, see what happens." Got the email, wanted to come in for an interview, interviewed. Obviously, went in there and just like just left everything on the table as much as I could, and literally got a call back about an hour later saying we want to hire you. And an hour. Like, an hour later, literally, like. <laughs> I tell, man. <laughs> no, I tell, I tell you what, no lie, I literally, I left the interview and I thought, do you know what? That went all right. I was mm. like, this is cool. I, I felt like I can't have given any more. She was like, this, this is decent practice for the next one. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just thought like, I've done good. Like, I can't, I can't be upset if I don't get I don't it because it. I gave them everything. Mm. And I literally got the tube from Oxford Circus to Chancery Lane, which is about four stops. Yeah. Got off, got back to my desk at work, sat down for about 10 minutes and my phone rang. That's, that was the time period of them calling me to say we want you. So I was either the last person they interviewed and I just absolutely nailed it. Yeah. Or like they yeah, just you, knew you, straight away. You definitely said the right things in that interview because they were like, yeah, we don't need to see anyone else after this one. They could have told him <laughs> when he was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but you know what? Like employers, yeah, they like to do the whole pondering thing. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, don't What worry. do you think? That suspense. Yeah. Nah, man, tell me now, innit? But you know what, though? Like, honestly, even like from from doing the job itself, like, it sounds like, oh, yeah, doing the, the social media for one extra, that, oh, that's, that's easy. You just got to tweet and like, post stuff on Insta. It's such a like intricate job. Mm. Like, there was so much more to the job than what I expected. And, you know, having done it for like four and a half years, like, it's a hard job for someone to fill. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's a very hard job because yeah. you either have the experience in social media and you don't have the understanding of the, the scene and what one extra represents, or you have the full understanding of the scene, but not the experience. Yeah. Whereas I managed to come with like this balance of almost both of like corporate experience from advertising and marketing, but also a knowledge of the scene through the music blog and connections mm. and all that kind of stuff. So it just, it was almost like the job was perfect for me. Tailored for you, yeah. Yeah, so like, and it was, yeah, it was, it was amazing, man. Like I got to shape everything from, you know, how one extra sounds and looks on social media to like pretty much everything you see go out from their channels. Like, I've inputted into that because like, I launched their Instagram account, I launched their Snapchat account. I, you know, was the one who comes up for the plan around One Extra Live. How do we, how do we sell the tickets online? How do we, you know, I work with like the marketing team and the events team, obviously. Yeah. But like, in terms of like actually planning, you mm. know, what is, how how are we going to make sure people are aware of the lineup online? How are we going to make sure people are aware of tickets online? How are we going to cover the the event on the night? How are we going to make sure people go back and watch the event on iPlayer or on YouTube? Like all of that stuff was me, and it's like it's an amazing job, man. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm I, I'm sitting there and I'm having conversations with like people like Kano who I've idolized from a kid, yeah, and got like chances to interview Dizzy again, who I wouldn't actually be into any of this music if it wasn't for Boy in the Corner. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. And it's like sitting there having conversations with Stormzy before Stormzy like blew. Mm. and like you know he comes into the building he's like yes big man he's like do you know what I mean he's mm. like it's mad when you like take you that step back and go oh that, that's actually like what a job do you know what I mean so what so <laughs> what didn't go well then 
Just, this all sounds wonderful, yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, do you know what it is? It's not that any there wasn't anything that didn't go well. I think there's there's obviously a lot of pressure on the social media in terms of like representing one extra and the BBC and everything, yeah. and very little resource to help facilitate that. It was literally for the first three years of the job, it was just me doing like making not filming the videos, but like making the thirty second second clips for. Instagram, making like making everything pretty much the artwork for shows, making this and that, and it's like it's a lot of pressure. And then in that last year and a half, things kind of started to get a bit neater. There was a, a, a couple more roles made to to help kind of make, support your yeah role make as well. the video clips. You know, they started to try and tip the balance a bit more, but ultimately, like after doing it for four and a half years, man, there's only so many ways you can say watch this video listen to this thing like <laughs> there's only so many fire emojis you can yeah. use man it's and i like... guess like once you've got the audience yeah all you need to do is like post it and people will just get engaged and just yeah watch. exactly but and but it's also like you you're still working within your own parameters whereas you know like a grm or like a i'm just bait or you know you're competing with a lot more now yeah the the, the shade bar and all them kind Made of you think 101 all these yeah exactly they, you know they just go out there and they take the content from other pages and they put it up and yeah you know we can't do that we have to create post own. yeah post and create your own content or if you're gonna use someone else's you have to have a editorial reason to use it kind of thing so it's like you're still working within those parameters and it makes that does make it quite hard how does the industry feel about that so like are you like obviously over obviously US you got stuff like shade. So here we got the shade bar, made you think one on one. Yeah. Um. You got your Jerome, but you got your certain pages. They become like a conduit. So if yeah. you want to see any fu- anything funny, you go to this page. Even even like gang related, you got like you go to yeah, this particular yeah. page. Mm. How does the industry feel about like that type of content becoming the, the go to place and people can just rip videos and? I feel like it's it's like a wild west, isn't it? Because like you said, you can just go on YouTube, rip any old video, and put it up on an Instagram page, and there's no one really policing it or stopping it mm. and I think I think for me like particularly you know with one extra content because that stuff is my baby like the the main I don't care if someone rips something from one extra and puts it on whatever channel they want to put it on yeah just give the credit back to one extra yeah okay don't not put the credit that's the one thing that annoys me and that mm. can be from any account from like someone who reposts a quote off of another page or takes a photo or some video content from YouTube just credit where you got it from and the like, thing is only that, like it's like due, due, uh, due diligence isn't it it's yeah, just like yeah. just that's where you got it from just give them that credit right now we've got a clip of um of ace of dj ace talking about um what role you play in a whatsapp group yeah oh, i don't right. know if you added one extra we just added uh, ace. <laughs> yeah but that's different because it's like oh no because that was taken from yeah yeah, yeah. from from when he did it on the show mm. yeah so that kind of thing it's like that should be credited to one extra because that video has been taken from One Extra. Even if it's been taken from Ace's page directly, yeah. the One Extra branding's all over it. So yeah, it's, like that credit it's all over it. it. So it's like, even but that's probably part of the reason why I like, because I'm gonna post it. So I was like, yeah, One Extra, you can see the logo there. Yeah, added Ace, <laughs> put it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bit of engagement on the Twitter page. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, it's it's difficult, man, because like people do it for their own personal gain. Yeah, of course. So and if you're the little guy as well, you don't. I'll be honest. I, I felt like you don't give a shit. Like I'm just starting. Like, listen, this yeah, yeah, yeah. Free for all. You take mm. what you want to take. But yeah. the, the but the danger is is that you can post it on your little account, and then for whatever reason, it might just take off. Yeah. But then that's something that you got from somewhere else. Mm. For some reason, like some people might not have um, watched it from one extra, for example. Yeah. But then on your page, 
all it takes is that that one person to retweet it yeah and then it just catches on and imagine like you not crediting one extra although yeah. it has the i can see why someone would get upset yeah. about that but that's why to that extent why so with that video of ace when you watch it the first thing you see is that one extra you know sting that yeah it's all over like, yeah that comes in that's why i made that okay mm. That's, that's like, like your watermark, basically. Yeah, because I'm like, people are stealing our content and not giving us the credit. I was mm. like, we need to have something at the start of those videos that just shows people one the logo. Extra, one extra. Whether they know what that logo is or not, that logo is there. Mm. Yeah. And it, there's nothing they can do about it. And that's why that logo exists as it does. It, it kind mm. of comes in over the first two, three seconds of the video. So you can't miss it. With yeah. That. And but people like cut the... <laughs> Cut the being vindictive and that just yeah, just, well, yeah, just but then, second video, yeah. 45 seconds, and that's what you post. <laughs> let let yeah. me just this <laughs> let out. me cut that first three yeah. seconds. But then you've got the logo in the top right hand corner. Oh, yeah, and then you've There's got no the escaping, yeah. then you've got the logo on the mic. So it's like those you've done everything, are, you don't those things do. are all there for a reason. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, but it's mad because even in the BBC, right, we were always having constant battles about shall we send people our content or are we not allowed to? So it'd be like w- one month, it might be like, yeah, okay, cool, we can like send the videos to I'm just bait like do you want this to post yeah but then other months it'd be like oh no you can't do that anymore because it's like being the BBC is you it, it can't be one rule for one uh, do you know okay. what I mean it has to be the same rule for everyone because it's right. like if someone with a million followers says oh can we use this, this video on our Facebook page and you say yeah cool but what if someone with a hundred followers says can I use this video on my Facebook page and you don't say yeah what's your what's your reason what because they've got less followers than the other person, but that person pays their tax and this person pays their tax. So why are you saying no to this person mm. and not to this? So it's like- The rules should be a bit different as well because- Exactly. Essentially you're owned by the taxpayer. Exactly. So it's like, you have to always bear that in mind as well. So it's like, my thing was like, I would actually prefer our content yeah. having been on the pages that are popping, like the the Made You Think 101s, the, you know, whoever. You want to be in a shop window. You don't want to, listen, do you want to be in East Street Market? Do you want to be in Selfridges? Yeah. Exactly. I know I want to be in it. <laughs> yeah, but also you don't want to be at Wembley Market with it, like on the knockoff yeah, section. Yeah, bear, do you know what I mean? So it's like <laughs> bare knockoffs, bare Gucci, fake Gucci belts. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of like stealing content and stuff, a conversation I think over that last week or so. Yeah. So LMA's had a big song. Yeah. With booed up, and yeah. then obviously after that, as a new artist, it's like what next? Yeah. Give us a second one. Mm. Just give it. Trying to work the second one. Second single trip. It's not, it, it's, it wasn't bubbling crazy, crazy. It was starting to pick up a little bit of heat. Then, obviously, other artists decided to jump on the remix. Guy mm. called Jacquees. Done the remix, shot a video, and that, that's now starting to get more traction than the original song. Yeah. And out of nowhere, of course, the, uh, the label pulls the song yeah. and gets it taken down from the platforms that it's posted. Was it an so, official remix? That's the thing. It wasn't an official remix. That's how I want to bring he it up. He just did so, it off his own back. He did it off his own back. Yeah. And he was working it. Yeah, like it was some sort of official, like it. Th- that's how it seemed to me, anyways. Yeah. He was working it like it was an an official. What's working though? Know, because you put it on SoundCloud, you put it on YouTube, and of course you go and shoot. Sh- is is it the working? It, is shooting the video? And... That's working it. Yeah, yeah. As far as I'm concerned, you're working <laughs> yeah, but, it. But you know, to his credit, like if it's popping on his SoundCloud, why yeah. is he not going to go and make a video for it? So, yeah. But did he because say he, that it was a remix of? You, you haven't given like the 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 actual artist to work the single just as yet mm. because it was still yeah. quite relatively new for her but it's not yeah. a new phenomenon it's something that happens consistently so that's how that's a way of getting yourself heat like a lot of the artists we rate were doing that like 
I remember early 50 Cent, that's how you get on. Because if you can't afford the beats, you do remixes. Yeah. Even yeah. like a Bryson Tiller, like doing like a How About Now remix. But I think it's the other element because she's new, because her song hadn't really picked up, and she's did the, the label's baby. She's just given them absolute smash hit. Mm. So it's not that before what she did can was even wrong. shoot a video. Man, yeah. my, my man's yeah, taken yeah. It upon himself. Because she, because she even said like she gave they've communicated gave her props on that. Like yeah. she, like he's not the first person. So you got a guy called K Camp. You got Plies. They did a remix yeah. to the boot. A lot of people did mm. remix to the boot up. It's not an issue because that gives heat to the song. I think if a bigger artist, so like. Let's say Chris Brown had done a remix yeah, to yeah. it. The label ain't complaining because that's giving yeah, more exactly, energy to it. Exactly. Because like, listen, you've only just kind of brought out your debut album as well. Mm. She's still bubbling. Big big man, relax. Just let her do her thing. Yeah. And they shut it down. Yeah. yeah. But isn't it like, didn't something similar happen around um, Big Shaq's Fire in the Booth with Let's Lurk and like who, who, who had the original version? Because yeah. it was like 6, 7 and uh, who was the other ones? Um... Yeah, there, there was that. Let's there was, like there six, was that. seven yeah. gigs, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but there gigs, was there yeah. was another track before that that used the same beat. So there was like a whole thing about right because with, with drill especially the beats get flown out thrown out to everybody. So yeah. the the guy that produced it is a Mazza Beats. Mm, I think so. Yeah. So um, it 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 wasn't a officially released. It was just got put on YouTube, shot the video, Grime Daily, whatever. Yeah. It's a big song. I only cared about the producer. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like in that exactly. in that regard, yeah. I only cared about the producer in that regard. But with LMA. I was just like, okay, I, I, I do understand the notion of um, picking up another song and doing your own version mm. to that. It's been there from the beginning. But how it just seemed to me, I was like, rah, Trip hasn't even, like, allow LMA to, to, to really... Get her feet wet a little bit. Get her yeah. feet wet yeah. a little bit, do the video and promote it how it's supposed to be promoted. I think he done like the Lewis Hamilton thing. Like he just came in. Just, <laughs> <laughs> he just came in like and thought that, like, yeah, let me do it. On a cheeky one. On a cheeky one. And then obviously it's done what it's done. So it's just created this whole... You see where these things happen? It's funny now because then loads of old clips come out. So he's dead. He's done a, a remix. What's the Chris Brown song? Yo. Yo, he done a remix of that. And he shot the video in the exact same format. Chris really? Brown shot the video. That was out outrageous. Of, out of the wind, the exact even, same even like format. the scene at the beginning where Chris Brown's in the shop. And then he sees the girl walking by and then he's like, all right, yeah, let me go and holler at these girls. And then all of a sudden, these two dancers just spring up behind him, starts doing the exact same choreography no. as Chris Brown. And Drake's new much. album, Song Called Jaded, he's got a remix he's to that He's got a well. remix. And I'm like... <laughs> but the only thing is, he's not a covers guy. He had he yeah. had an album just come out, which yeah, is yeah. all original music. He's done his own thing. Yeah. But you've got to let the gender fly now. So let that Jacquees is stealing fly. songs out here. Ja- you know? Jacquees is jacking. That, that <laughs> like, sounds that's like... That's what he's that's doing. That's hard, just... Straight up, just stealing, and I'm like big man. Not even thinking about it, just stealing and copying. You gotta do for self, man. Where are your songs? Yeah. Promote that, because yeah. <laughs> it seems like he's not even promoting his own songs. Promote like I haven't seen yeah, Jacquees promoting in the way that he's been promoted at the moment. I think what it is is like if you haven't got this, is how I look at, it, I could be wrong in it, because this is just like my theory in it. Mm. Once social media picks something up now, you see the energy around it. So all the people do it is follow that it's 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 smart to degree of course you start telling mm. energy towards that he got a new um a song called london which you come and shot mm. yeah i think i don't know if he shot a bit of the video out here but he was out here recently you did interviews with nadia J and stuff so yeah. um i would it would be smart to shoot the video out here yeah, yeah, you gotta push smart. that but if all the stuff's picking up listen let's just keep going with yeah, that yeah yeah run with it you know what it's, it's gonna do now his streams are probably gone up yeah cool. and it's not even like to discredit um jacques yeah because he's a, he's a he's a very good artist um, but 
at the expense of someone else, he's getting like a lot of pr- promotion, yeah. if that makes sense. And um, it's someone that's um, has had a very good year. We only care if we like the other artists, though. Let's be really frank in it. If it's someone we don't really care that much about, it's we we, we let the rules are always different. I don't know, like, well, for me personally, like, I, I wouldn't say I care about LMA. It's just Jesus Christ. <laughs> like I mean, <laughs> like she's oh, only had one song. Yeah. She's, she's only had one song. Yeah. The, yeah, I mean the the only you're not, inv- well, you're one, not invested no, yet. One big song. One yeah. big yeah. song. The only thing is that because it's an artist from the UK, I think we've got this kind of weird attachment to her. We've got that attachment yeah. that she's gone over there, and it's become this huge song. Like the the song is huge. Yeah, yeah. it's it's so massive. Um, and yeah, now um, everyone's kind of falling in love with her from that. And now they want to see like what's next. Everyone fell in love with a guy in the video, didn't they? Oh, right. Yeah, was, yeah, was yeah. It was that video um, where everyone was going mad about the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, her love interest. Um, I think he's, uh, I don't know, he's on social media. Yeah, they found him. Listen, they'll find find you quickly. Listen, people on social media will find you. They'll they'll know about everything. They probably know his NI number, social security number. (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say, I feel like the um the landscape of radio is changing. It's like you've left your role, but obviously that's for you got a project you're working towards, isn't it? Yeah. And we're speaking a little before we start recording. So a big figure, one extra DJ Semtex left recently, and Mm. he's going over to Spotify. What's going on? Is there music? What's, what's happening with the musical chairs in the in the radio building? I just think like the, I think the, the the truth of the matter is is that people like us aren't listening to radio. Yeah, that I think that's that's the facts. Like yeah, and I feel like if you if you're not listening to radio, you're listening elsewhere, to right? Podcasts to podcasts <laughs> or on Spotify or, and I feel like, you know, Semtex he's made that move for a reason because he believes in maybe just changing up from doing a you know he's been doing a radio thing for 15 years mm. he was on one extra from day one, one yeah. pretty much so it's like he's done his time almost he doesn't have anything to prove in the radio world and he's you know he does quite enjoy doing those long form interviews and I think like for him you know he's probably going to get that big backing from Spotify he's coming over as a big there's a big name yeah a big that's, acquisition. that's probably quite exciting for him and it, it'd be quite exciting for anyone you know so rightly so but I just feel like radio in general just it's not a place that people are going to to consume like with their ears anymore as well as much not anymore because people do and i think the one thing that radio will always have going for it is that you get the banter you get the jokes you get you know you don't know the tunes are random or you know not random but like you know spotify will throw you out tunes that they think you like but you might discover something new by listening to the radio or... And that's still the case. Cause I feel like... I've always thought... I could be wrong on it because this is, this is like from a listening perspective that radios, in terms of the music you hear, st- it was still quite rigid. I don't feel like mm. radio breaks music like that. I feel like the internet breaks music and then radio is still the conduit and it's the platform so it gives it the bigger push. So yeah, yeah, a song, might, a song break. Might, break, might break with like a lot of SoundCloud rap yeah. and then it'll hit YouTube and hit the streets or clubs or whatever. And then naturally, because of how a lot of people listen to stuff, which is still traditional, if they're still listening to radio, yeah, they're yeah, going to yeah. request it. So now the days now CR is doing well online. We'd be stupid not to react to what's happening. Yeah, so yeah. It's not like they're getting a song from the streets and then it's like, mm. you heard it first on radio, they're reacting mm. to what's happening outside. Yeah, That's because like, you've got to think about, um, regardless of the fact that we all have these streaming services on our phones, 
there's a lot, there's still a huge number of people that don't. Yeah. yeah. So they rely heavily on radio as well. So they spend the majority of their days listening to radio. So if you go to like a workplace in the office um, where music is allowed, they'll be playing the radio. Mm. Um, a lot of people listen to radio in their cars, regardless yeah. of the fact that you still have the aux cord, so you yeah, can yeah. have your, your own playlist, whatever, you know right? what I mean, your Bluetooth, whatever. But radio is still big. I don't think they break music anymore because that's the internet's job. Mm. Um, there was a time where, where, you know, physical sales meant a lot and you would hear it first on the radio. That's when like artists would do the huge promo run by going yeah, yeah. to the radio. Some artists don't even do that anymore. They mm. just drop and then oh, that's cool. it. Skepta going to the radio with the uh, Hello Good Morning remix with yeah. the CD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, so, so um, it's, a, it's a different landscape. And I think um, Semtex um, saw the opportunity and he took it because mm. that's where it's heading. It's, it's very much, everything is very much over there. Like, but I do like what's happened. I don't know, I wouldn't say, I don't know if it's, um, if it's a replacement in the same seat but like he's left and then now they've got new young energy Kenny Allstock doing yeah. the Friday night it's at 9 to 11 mm. he's got an album coming out by the time this episode drops his album will be out the Friday the Saturday yeah so you know you've got the the voice of the streets essentially so yeah, it's yeah. not like and it's new young energy you've got him in there you've got Dottie who I think is an amazing presenter mm-hmm. you've got Reese Parkinson mm-hmm. you've got and they, they started doing these things where you had the young guys come like Jeremiah mm, um, Snoochie Snoochie mm-hmm. so it seems like the building's moving with the times yeah no it is and th- I think that's the, the one thing with One X Show it always does like I think and I'm not saying this from a a, a biased point of view I genuinely believe that One X Show is more ahead of the curve than most radio stations are for like what it represents in the, in the music industry and in the scene yeah and like bringing through that talent is one of the things that is, is just testament to that. Do you know what I mean? It's like Reese is flying since he stepped foot in that building as a presenter. You know, Dottie was a rapper. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I now she's she was a rapper, pro- yeah. arguably one of the best radio presenters in the country, mm. let alone in that world. You know, and you got like you said, people like Kenny, the authentic kind of vo- voice of the streets. You've got all them guys coming through, and one extra is the hub where everyone wants to get to eventually yeah. if you do radio right in our world like there's no question about it like if, if you say to anyone rapper or presenter you could do a fire in the booth or you could present a show on one extra one, one extra bite your hand yeah, off. Yeah. one, <laughs> one extra I mean? one extra yeah. like holds so much weight it'll just be like oh if one extra was to pick up off the cuff yeah and we were to like post that I'll, it be, just, I'll be listen. I'll be yeah. in there shamelessly posting <laughs> well, pictures. You see what they've done with the receipts? Yeah, yeah like straight yeah. to number one, yeah, first yeah. episode. Like, yeah. you know, there's no that's no that's no joke. Yeah, <laughs> that's like number one episode of all the podcasts. Do you in, think in the world or whatever, or in the UK, however it was? Do you think um, radio stations are going to start to pick up more podcasts? To um... I feel like more, maybe more of the podcast talent, maybe not necessarily the podcasts Podcast. themselves, right? And I think the way One Extra done it was very smart. And again, I'm saying this from being someone who was part of the very early conversations and put forward people like the receipts mm-hmm. as suggestions. Mm. But I feel like the way that that it was done was very smart. It wasn't like they were trying to take ownership of the receipts and the podcast. It was like the receipts on One Extra. That's it was right. like this is fully like who they are and what they do. Yeah, let's give them a, a bigger bigger platform to, you know, showcase that. And I feel like one extra have done that quite well but there might be further down the line other podcasts which come to light which are more you know like this which are you know, actual kind of just podcasts that are, are happening rather than like 
them going out and finding a popping podcast yeah. and mm. bringing it to light because free shots are next up on one extra as well okay, they're right. the next ones to, to get the spotlight and it's like it will keep moving like that but there's 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 room for other podcasts not just at one extra but just in in bbc in general because right. they, they're launching a new um bbc sounds app yeah in november i think it is I'm, I'm out of the loop so I don't actually know <laughs> I think hey we'll turn in fact we'll go with it man November innit um, <laughs> and, and you know the whole thing with that is it's audio content so it's radio it's music it's podcast so they're, they're putting a lot of energy and time into po- the podcast and then, we've done we've done a lot of us have done a legwork here so it's like listen we are the house still yeah. so bring yourself over here Yeah, you're going to have wonderful mics <laughs> yeah. you're going to have a nice plus studio Yeah, and you come and be yourself in this environment I think that's good because like you, you saying that it was the receipts and one extra is good because you know what I like with this audience if it gone, if they'd gone over there and it wasn't still the receipts and one extra exactly. they'd be like see it's watered down now mainstream yeah. they ain't keeping the air to the streets you know mm. you know and what I like and I think already. that's what worked really well is that you didn't see that Yeah, it was like people were listening to receipts on one extra every Monday or whatever day it was it was dropping mm. yeah. every episode you were seeing the tweets so it's like people weren't saying oh it was being watered down or whatever like they kept it as raw and as authentic as you'd expect Which from, very from those girls and it's like I think that's important so if you're going to be bringing those voices in don't water them down and don't you know BBCify them as people would see it <laughs> like, <laughs> just like let them be as they yeah. are that's the reason you brought them in and I feel like that's what's been sick. So I feel like other platforms, and, and you know, you're seeing now what Spotify have done with Semtex with the other podcasts. They're trying to they're trying to get themselves into that space mm. because they're seeing how powerful it is. So there there are opportunities out there for people like ourselves who are doing podcasts to kind of make waves in these bigger places. Do you see what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And it's like it, it, the receipts thing to me showed how possible it is. Yeah, one hundred percent. Could you see something like um, Dreamers Disease on? Um the BBC network I'd like to think so yeah you know I'd like to think so I think particularly with like some of the stuff that I want to start bringing into the conversation on Dreamers Disease I think we need a platform for that just in general Uh, and I feel like again I'm so within within the Dreamers Disease there's there's the interview format which is every other week and on the weeks in between I put out a shorter in focus episode which is like me talking about one topic at a time yeah so it'd be, it might be like meditation or it might be like the power of positive thinking or you know whatever it is but i want to make a third strand within the podcast which is a platform for just open honest conversation with guys and shaping that so that again because i can't find a, a place where where that can happen and where in the uk people like us can go to to listen to those conversations or even girls or whatever can listen to those conversations so it's like I want to try and create something around that space um, so that's like my next thing so I'm hoping that somewhere like the BBC or you know, maybe not the BBC but like Spotify or someone a bigger platform can take note of that and go actually this is something that we need mm. in society in general mm. of course. and try and you know not steal the idea but like mm. come and want to do something with it you know yeah as long as like you know you're able to maintain your brand and um, where you want to take it and have the backing rather mm. than them looking at it and say oh yeah I like what it, what he's doing with this yeah. um, and we'll take it and then just kind of kick you to the curb yeah that would be dope you know it will, it will yeah. definitely open I doubt that happening because you know you know the ins and outs from behind the scenes so yeah, sure. no, yeah. You, you can't get you can't really bamboozle you no exactly but also it's like I feel I feel like sometimes I always I think what is making my podcast stand out from the others 
I mean, we were literally having this conversation before. It's mm. like, there's a lot of podcasts that do a similar thing to what you guys are doing. Like Free right. Shots is one of them. Half Cut, you know, it's mm. all very similar kind of formats and conversations. It's off the cuff. Yeah, no, there is. <laughs> but, but it's like, how, it's like, how are you standing out within yeah. that within that um, that world? And I feel like for me, that's, that's the thing I always think about. Mm. And what I'm realising with the other podcast, Retro Football Shirt podcast, is that is so niche, but also quite relatable that it's almost getting more buzz around it than what Dreams Disease was at the same stage. Right. And that's quite interesting because Dreams Disease is just quite broad in general yeah. in terms of the type of conversation and it's very open. Whereas Retro Football Shirts Podcast is it, it, so niche. It's literally like it, it does what it says on the tin. It, it's, it's very visual to me as well. Yeah. So like you said that you've got an Instagram for it. Um, I, I can only picture um, the account um, you know, advertising or just showcasing like various different retro football yeah, tops. Basically, and people will be like, "Oh yeah, I like this. I like that." Yeah. Let me see what they're talking about. Like, you know, in further detail about these shirts that um, I like or yeah. I love. Whereas, like, Dreamers Disease, um, the Instagram, it may not be as colorful. If, yeah. if you get my drift. Yeah, of course. So, um, it's very. It's a lot more like conscious, and you you kind of almost have to be willing to tap into that. Hmm. Right conversation, right. do you know what I mean? Because not everyone is comfortable like seeing those kind of really deep conversations and like yeah. people talking about their mental health and their struggles. Like people like to just see the light, fluffy stuff, which is fine. But it's like there are people who do want to seek out that stuff and almost use it as therapy for themselves or learn something from it. It's like I take I take more value in the people who take their time to message me and DM me on Instagram to say thank you for an episode they listen to or for a video of mine that they've seen online versus how many listens an episode is getting. Mm. That one message is invaluable to me versus having however many listeners a month or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's having that balance of things of like, what's the important thing here? Is it the numbers or is it the value that you're offering to people? As long as you can connect, you know that it's connected with someone. Yeah. Um, because I feel like people that are going through stuff they like to be able to relate to someone else that's going through the same or someone that who has been there mm. and um, has managed to, let's say, overcome um, the struggles that mm. they're currently facing, um, which is a great platform to have mm. because, I mean, with, with what we do here, it's always great to have like the interaction and stuff like that. Just engagement in general. Yeah. But to actually connect someone saying, oh, I needed this. Mm. It helped me to get over um, X, Y, and Z. Like, you know, it's, it's very dope, man. I, I feel like um, you've got something there that you can really broaden. Mm, thank you, man. And it's like, that's what I was trying to create as well. And it's like, that's why it means a lot to me that it does make that connection because I, I needed that mm. I needed that and I didn't have it so you need like, it for yourself first and foremost exactly yeah. and it's like I've had to go through that journey and that process so it's like if I didn't go through that journey and that process I wouldn't be able to feel as comfortable as I do talking about it now here with you guys of course mm. yeah. like I'll, you know, I'm as open as I can be because I'm comfortable with everything that I've been through and I've learned to kind of accept that, that that has happened and that's a part of me and it's helped shape who I am today where some people aren't there, they're still kind of fighting it and they need that voice or that connection, like you said. Mm. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's really important. That's, even, that's probably even more important than like me being able to feel good about myself. It's like 
giving that value to someone else is like so powerful. Yeah. That's important, man. But aside from all that, obviously want to get into a few different things this week. Couple big releases. Mm. Yeah. We didn't really, we like Chip's album come out. We didn't really cover it, but I was yeah, happy yeah, we, we didn't, didn't mm. just because I was able to kind of sit with it a bit more. Then back in the last week, Code Your Fun's album comes out as well. We've Golden got a little boy. way. We've got, got so much music at the minute. All these Friday drops. Even had a, <laughs> what's it? Um, Hands in the Air part two. I don't know if you saw it. Oh, um, Coda and a... P, was it P2J? P2J Project, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you remember that song from back in the day? Mm. Channel U. I'll, I'll play it. You might, you, you see, Probably, see, yeah. See the video. Yeah. Think, yeah. I'm terrible with song names. At, right a, right. at the time, it was a big um, Channel U hit. We didn't need the remake. We did, Yeah, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't need number two. I, I don't know who thought it was a good idea. Like, that's the thing about nostalgia, yeah, that I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing up, like, unnecessary sequels or, like, it It would just be like a pow. Mm. 2018. Mm. We don't need it. We don't want it. Mm. But well, I said that, well, I saw that online when um, yeah. Lethal was talking about doing another power, and I was like, the only person who's going to benefit from that is you. Yeah. yeah. As a scene, we don't need that. And then, like, who who's going to be on there? It's just going to be the same names. Are you bringing for any new talent? And, like, if we keep having power remakes, where are the other songs, the bigger songs? Because, like, even now, I see a lot of people do it. Like, when they want to create a bit of heat, they go for the nostalgic feel. So yeah. they go and maybe remix an old school garage song, or they go and jump on some grime tempo beats shoot a video in a certain style on the block, get the get the kind of essence and the vibe back mm. and then they get in a new space mm. and do other things. I don't knock people because we're in that era now, Afro Swing, Afro Bashment, all these different types of music, that's what's going to get in the playlist. Yeah, yeah. But you're not, nothing is moving forward in terms of that genre. Yeah, that that hands in the air part too. <laughs> you know <laughs> what, yeah, like because the first one, it was just a bunch of secondary school kids, you're not going to, replicate the same kind of buzz with I'm like 15, 16 yeah anymore. man mm. like it's just a bunch of adults trying to do it again it's like nah it's long just leave it where it was yeah. you know just like don't tarnish the legacy by bringing yeah. something else and you're ruining it yeah that's that's where I stand with it so I'm on the same page as you so Chips I'm come out 10-10 um, shorter than a lot of projects I've heard recently nice yeah. and concise yeah. yeah what do you think um, I think first like in terms of length yeah. I think that's where um, the consumer is at yeah. at the moment um, in terms of like how long we want to spend listening to a project like we don't want to overdo it um, I don't know man I'm still on the fence with it like um, I don't know if it's if it's something that I'll be listening to in a few months he's in cruise control mm. you know when I had the album hey he's in cruise control it's not it can't be shit because of how good he spits, how good he raps. Yeah, yeah. And he's gonna have decent beat selection, but it still feels like you remember that it was about twelve month period where Chip was trying to prove himself to all of us. Yeah, he's gone on the fire in the booth. He's battling everybody from Big Nasty to <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bugsy Malone and just swinging out of everyone. And like, yeah. it just seemed like the Grams didn't want to let him back in, and he managed to force his way back in. And it kind of felt after that, just to me, listening that every song felt like a still he was sending for someone. Mm. which is cool on a certain level but it's like okay cool you're Starboy so if you're if you're a second album you've got songs with Chris Brown you've got songs with Vardo you you can create big moments yeah now you've proved yourself you're back in because you should never have had to but whatever you proved yourself give us the big songs innit? give us yeah. that 
I didn't really get that. I from don't know though. I don't think I wanted that from ch- a chip album though. I well, like I, a big song. Yeah, I think I wanted the raw chip. I think yeah. I wanted like the whole point of the album was he was celebrating ten years of being doing what he's doing. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, which is mad, like to think he, you know he's been doing it. A young legend. Yeah, like yeah, still under thirty. I, I wanted that like just chip being chip and not making the big trying to make the big bangers. And I feel yeah. like I actually got gas listening to the first two tracks because like. I love an album that just starts with like a straight up, just yeah, straight bars, yeah. just Intros straight bars. Like, yeah, when I saw the, the track list and I saw I saw the first track being Forts, yeah, and I was like, yeah, he's gonna give me enough bars yeah. on this one. I'm looking <laughs> that forward to, me. Uh, yeah, and, and then um, track two, he comes in with more bars, and then out of nowhere, JME comes, comes in, in yeah. and then Frisco comes in. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, this album is actually what I thought. But then and track then, three goes back to like you know the current space that we're in, yeah. notes. So he still was trying to cause like. And then that's what I don't like. So I, like, I understand you're coming from where like what you wanted for Chip was just like kind of like raw unfiltered Chip. But then when he's kind of trying to do the song, I can see what he's trying to do with notes. Yeah. But it just doesn't really work for me. Like, yeah. I actually preferred the one with B Young to the mm. one with notes. Not yeah. like that I should be comparing the songs. Yeah. I just felt like the one with notes was a bit flat. Yeah. And the one with B Young was actually, it popped a bit more. But it's mm. like, I actually prefer when Chips are on that vibe. I actually prefer it when he's the featured artist and it's not his track. Ah, he okay. always seems to make it pop a bit more. I like him on Jumpy Remix. Yeah, like he always like, especially when he comes to that slight like Yardman kind of twang that he he does sometimes. He mm. he brings that extra energy to a track. But I feel like when he tries to do it with his own music, it doesn't always pull off. Yeah, and I feel like that's that's the sense I got through that album. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, I think that's um, the problem that. I guess a lot of like music lovers like us have a problem with um, because one of the main issues that I was having with um, Chip and listening to this album, does it have lasting power? Mm. Because there's nothing better than um, a project that number one ages well and also something that you can always go back to. With this one, I'm unsure. I'm not, that doesn't mean that the project isn't good. It's a decent listen. It was a nice listen. Like, I, and it's short as well, which is great, yeah, which yeah. is 10 songs. But am I going to go back to it in February? I'm not sure. Time will tell, don't it? Because I feel like even a couple of weeks in, is that still enough time to really judge it? How 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 long have you really sat with of it? Of course. You know? Mm. But that's the danger of like having to speak about these projects because... <laughs> you throw yourself uh, under the bus. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, you do. And because... Um, we're in a microwavable society before you know it there's so many different things that we have to listen to yeah and um you you tend to forget unless like it really sticks with you like oh shit this is a banger Mm. let me go back to it but then you know you got the opportunity to like keep working the album um Mm. he dropped what's the latest video that he dropped where he's in the roles Left is a couple it, uh, of brothers in that 079. What's that one? Is it Vampire Life? Yeah. I really like so. that song. I really yeah. like that song. I think my favourite's still Darth Vader. Yeah. I just love that beat, man, as well. It's the like, video is like, amazing. I, I love the video. don't know if I've seen the video, but I just love that. Yeah. I just think it's sick. Like, just the old school kind of mm. grime beat. It's like, ugh, can't beat it, man. I know what you mean, because when Chip is in that space, I've always said there's like a, there's a monumental point in his career. It might not be for some people, for me, um, fuck radio gets his birthday set now mm. early chip and it was always that battle of like who's a sweet boy like 
he had that little element too where people weren't really trying to take him seriously but he was always a barra. You've got Getz, you've got Criminal, you've got a Little Nasty, you've got Devlin, mm-hmm. you've got Lights, you've got Brutal. They're all near enough sending for Chip on that set and he's swinging out absolutely everyone. Yeah. So for me, he's a legend. The reason I even bring this up a clip went because it came went a little bit viral like last week. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. It, it reached Chip. You got a little bit upset, so <laughs> I'll, well, yeah, I'll went, play what? it and then we'll, we'll dissect it properly in it just for our listeners. Let me make sure I got this up, turn up nice and loud, so everyone can hear this properly. Let me see if I got this here. Yeah, like that. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. just a general. T- Again, it's a, it's yeah, a general. I'm gonna go all the way through generations. I'm still yeah, gonna be it's a guy that I'm was, always gonna be up yeah. there. I'm always gonna do my thing. I'm always but gonna drop have a moment. You know what I'm saying? I'm always gonna be able to spit. It's like you get me. You got Cristiano Ronaldo's and you got Messi's and then you got De Bruyne. You feel yeah. me, fam? Where you yeah. remember, you always remember him going yeah. forward, but you're never gonna chat about Chip him. Chip Man's like, Chip Man's like a, a, a Eden a, Hazard. Yeah, he's a De Bruyne. He's Hazard. gonna perform every season. Yeah, but he's you not. Know what I'm saying, but are you gonna be when you're 60, like the like yeah. the um like the Messi's and the Ronaldos? Yeah, put it this way. Who are the Skeptors and the Giggses? Yeah, do you get what I'm saying? You feel me? No, they're just it's, it's just the way Giggses are now. Giggses are now. Giggses are now. Nice. <laughs> What's that from? <laughs> For the Culture Podcast. Oh, Tricky Mashtown rapper and yeah. the guy called Lippy Lickshot, who's uh, in Twitter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. internet. That's know. funny. <laughs> but you know what? I think Chip's top five for me. He is easily. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they're a little being a little bit unfair. I don't. I don't but think I, don't, they really... I do get their point though, because like, if you're saying Chip's top five, you're not saying he's Messi or Ronaldo, because he'd be top two. It, yeah, using that analogy but, makes but sense. But you know what's really mad though? I mean, what's really really crazy? It can be argued that as of recent, those two that he's been compared to, he's shown up more than he's shown up more than those those two have. Yeah, because Skeptic isn't rapping at level he can and spent level I think he can. No. He's enjoying like he's with, with the rebrand, fashion, stand next to the right people, like the song with him and ASAP's caught lovely. I saw a clip the other day of um they got like a live almost like a live lounge thing yeah. with it with the live instrumentation sounds amazing, and it's it's it looks sick. Yeah, but. The level, I don't think he's rapping at like it's he's another one, cruise control. For the album, trips cruise control, but I don't for even like gigs, everything after KMT, it's it's easy. Mm. You know? All out just lay a verse. Mm. You know. Like it's when when you get to a um a particular level where And you, the public attention's on you yeah. so crazy, someone's like, do you can no do wrong. no wrong. Yeah, you but can, wait, you can do no wrong. With Skepta, do you not just think that all of his recent songs are exactly the same? Exactly the like, same. Literally the same Even song. Even so, as bad as the fact that he's done a song on Dizzy's new tape, Money Right. Yeah, yeah. Dizzy the doesn't sound thing. comfortable on there. That sounds no. like a song that could have Jesse James Solomon, anybody from um, um, ASAP Mob on there. Yeah. It's got a certain bounce. That's my yeah. money right. It sounds just like no security. We don't yeah. need no security. Stones. Yeah. Like, because it allows him to sit in a certain point. It ain't safe on the block. The same kind it's of song. It's literally the same thing. It's the same song. So but that's why I was interested. I find interesting because it's almost like Dizzy's original like song pattern like mm. would, would be duh, 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 I love you. Duh, 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 duh. You know what? Stop that, stop that. Get yeah. that. It would have that kind of like duh, 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 and then it would be like whatever the chorus was like duh, duh, duh. Yeah. and it feels like Skepta's taken that and almost modernised it but he's like really wrong with it. He's the king of the rebrand. Listen, yeah. We've got this guy. We've, so we had tracksuit Skepta. We had Ed Hardy Dan. We, we've got... We had Turkish Skepta. <laughs> Turkish Skepta. 
that song. I don't know how man got away with that one. Wait, Man's wearing one? a fedora. Uh, I can't. I can't. How does this song Man's go? Man's doing a light bulb thing. They remember the song with Priya Kalidas as well from she was in EastEnders. He's had Skepta's had a few moments. Don't where forget like, about porno Skepta. Oh, that was wild. <laughs> that was the wildest thing I've you know, ever you know seen. You know what was wild about like, it? was the, the fact that he was in the video still. Yeah. Just so, like, chilling. Let weird. him have sex. That's cool. So weird. But you wild. have to be kind of sat there in a the corner rapping the lyrics. Weird. Hey, Skepta's That's so funny. He's had some wild moments. Yeah, I don't know about this Skepta, man. He's a bit... You're not yeah, sure? So far, yeah. so, so chips in your top five? Yeah, yeah. I so the conversation... Because the reason I played that clip was the conversation somehow turned to like... Where's um, um, Chip in comparison to like a Giggs and Skepta? Is he a legend? I was just like, he's a certified legend. Like, I think he is, man. He got, like, he got his... really upset. I, I know it got to Chip. Which, um, I, which I find like, I enjoy seeing it because everybody's allowed to have an opinion, isn't it? Mm. But I'm like, if you feel that way, and because his angle is that he doesn't really rate people speaking about things if you aren't in the scene. Yeah. Mm. Would you rather be the person doing the talking or doing the work? And I feel like, okay, if you feel that way, then, then that's how your angle don't give it the energy then. If anything, yeah. ignore it. But the ego like, and the insecurity, you can't leave it alone. Because mm-hmm. if anything, if I'm tricky, if I'm lippy, this is a great moment for me. I'm retweeting everything. Because you're giving that little 40, 50 seconds, you're giving energy and attention to my platform now. Yeah. And mm-hmm. people that weren't aware, good, bad or ugly, at least for that day or two, they know I've got a podcast for the culture podcast. I might go and check it out. I might go and watch a YouTube video now. Let's yeah. see what they have next. You know? And I didn't agree with the pin. Um, a lot of people didn't even agree. It wasn't like people were agreeing with them. It was like, nah, they didn't see it. I was used a football reference. I can see what you mean about the Messi. Mm, if you say yeah. if, you, if you say Messi Ronaldo, I'll be really frank for you, with you. It was none of the three that I mentioned. Messi Ronaldo would be your Dizzy, would be your Kano's, would even be your Wileys. The people that performed at that level uh, for us. Yeah, but them man there, nah, you got to nah, they'd, yeah. they'd be they wouldn't be messy and yeah, Ronaldo because them man have performed for ten years straight every season. Yeah. But also they, but then that, we then then we don't, then we can't use that because we, we don't have anybody that's performed every year for ten years. Then. Yeah, but they would be they would be more like the legends of the game. Okay, because like Messi and Ronaldo are still doing it. Still, do you know what I mean, and whereas like Dizzy and Wiley, it's like they'll come and go when they want. Yeah, they're, they're, they're they've done their China time, but they'll they, they'll still be. <laughs> <they're>, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm not playing for Qatar FC. Iniesta, chilling, chilling. Okay, who would be? Our, I'm thinking on top of my head, Rich. Would be? Would he be a Messi, Ronaldo performed year in, year out? Bars, high level. Do we even have one? Do we even have anybody? The, 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 all right, so we need to like. Cause, what's the criteria? Yeah, what's the criteria? Yeah, because yeah. are we just talking on like projects alone, or are we talking about like standout picture. features like the fire in the booths? Um, moments you gotta have the moments. moments I think it's the whole picture isn't it it's, yeah. the, it's, the, it's the, the big tracks the projects the moments yeah, yeah. you know the cultural final, impact yeah. cultural impact like who have you gone toe to toe with like mm. who um, bodies. yeah whose song have you gone on and done a madness like made the actual main artist rethink the whole thing <laughs> cause nah cause th- that's a thing yeah if I'm an MC and um, I've got another MC on the song it's like, yes, we can do the whole kumbaya thing on Instagram, mm. love heart emojis. If I'm spinning and trying to take your head off your shoulders. But when I'm on a track, listen, man, we <laughs> listen. We're not brethren. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> you know, there, what I mean? there are so, there are like MCs out there who who have sent off a you know a beat for someone to lay down a verse, and when they've got it back, they've rewritten their own one to, to better it. It's funny you're saying. Chip said that today. Like yeah. he hates um, when he does a song with someone. 
and they just basically take the vocals and just do whatever they want with it, mm-hmm. which is akin to just like, I lay something for you and maybe I put the that verse on another beat or I change stuff around. Listen, I'll be offended, but you got to take it as a sign of respect though. Imagine we did the track together. You, I, you sent something to me, Alex, and I'm like, cool, I sent over my verse and it's mad. Yeah. You know, and you're like, it's this kid for I've got to go again. And I, and, I, and I hear it the first time with a new verse. I'll be like, you know what? You've done me, but you're rating my thing. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah. That's where it comes from. Because yeah, you know that true. you can't let me make you, make you look bad. It's that friendly competition, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So yeah, like there's a lot of things that we need to take into consideration if we're going to do the whole like, oh yeah, who's performed? Like, because Messi and Ronaldo, like you got to think about that, yeah? The bar is just super high. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is that it's so high that no one's even getting close to them as well. Yeah, yeah, like they've just run off with like their own thing, and they're in a different galaxy to the man. What is it? It's a consistent performance. So, as someone like that was on one end within the industry working one extra. Yeah, how do you feel about um, people that don't work within that sector having the, like a platform or having these musical opinions? So, from the outside looking in, because I see a lot of that from artists and like Chip's got his certain gripes yeah. about people, the commentary and just people sitting down and dissecting albums and stuff. How do you and how do like, from what you know, industry insiders feel about that? I feel like it's all opinions anyway, whether you're in the industry or not. Like yeah. ultimately it's all down to someone's uh, opinion, right? And it's like, just because you haven't worked within a music industry, the only thing you're lacking is an understanding of the, the actual scenes behind stuff. the scenes picture, yeah, which will give you a benefit in one way or the other, but you can still like, you could be more knowledgeable about any music or any of Chip's records or any of whoever's records than I ever could be yeah. having worked in, in in the industry. Like there's no, th- there is no barrier for that knowledge and that understanding. It's more yeah. like the understanding of how the industry works. And when people start maybe talking about that side of things and they don't have the knowledge, then it's like, okay, you don't actually yeah. know what you're talking about. Because how I look at it, it's like just submitting a test to the teacher yeah. because they're the ones that's going to judge it. Yeah, like they're not. They don't care about the behind the scenes stuff. They're gonna judge it based on what is right in front of them. Yeah. So if an artist is giving me music, I should have free reign to speak on it. I should because I'm necessarily the person, or like on a consumer level, um, you know, on a general basis. Yeah. They're the ones that are gonna decide whether you pop or not. Yeah. You know, like obviously the behind the scenes stuff has been put into place to market you a certain way or to make it sound this way. But ultimately, the consumer should be should have an opinion. Because mm. mm. ultimately, it's the product yeah. that speaks. You can't just accept a positive opinion. Yeah. It don't make True. no sense. Chip is the one that said, opinions ain't facts, take them in and let them go. You can't be pressed by an opinion if you're the one that's saying that. I tell that. you all the time, the artist's insecure, mm. man. It's, it's just part mm. of their DNA. Yeah, so when he was like, you know, um, tweeting all these things, I was like, oh, Chip's doing too much now. That's almost like part of Chip though, isn't it? As yeah, a so you, you come stuff. to accept it. And I can understand where he's coming from. And I think like, because of where, the, if you know that like, Mashtown, their history, Tricky's coming from a crew and a group that is crud, is road. So for some people, they only kind of respect that element. So it kind of makes it hard for them sometimes to give people their props if they're not coming from that lifestyle. Mm. So I even seen, so I watched, I, it made me go and watch longer clips of their podcast mm. and they're talking about the early era of like Graham and stuff and they were like, he wasn't really checking and respecting certain things because it didn't sound like or feel like where he was coming from. He was able to relate to a gig so they're coming from the same type of lifestyle and naturally there, he, they, they even now got a good relationship when gigs had the um, SL1 show on Beats, Tricky was invited up, they got to do his thing 
and they keep this kind of same rapport they've had for years. But that's probably a part of the reason why a lot of people don't wouldn't give him his credit. Mm. So of course he first come out, he was doing all the stuff with the with the mixtapes and have the legendary moments, go to um Westwood, have the big freestyle him and Ice mm. Kid and that's like stamps him. And then we get Chip Diddy Chip. <laughs> and then we get Diamond Rings. I understood so it's it like though. fuck man, like you always you was our guy. But at that time period, I there was what it. it wasn't what we have now where it's like you can be yourself or be in it for the long run. Yeah. At the time it felt like you, you want to go pop, you do your thing. And I don't think anyone can really diss him because you're, if your first album has that, but you've got a song in there of Young Spray, you cover both ends. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you cover both ends. Then second album, you tried to go big, for whatever reason it didn't work. In hindsight, it was actually wasn't a bad album. And looking at where we're at now, now with people trying to bridge that gap with America, it was actually quite decent. Oh, with mm. this transition, Mike. Yeah, the transition was actually quite decent. It was, big what single. it was was that it was too quick a transition. So mm. you go from 14 to like 20 loving you, but now you smoke weed and you got bare tattoos. Yeah. So like my the, the mum the mum mum and dad yeah. go and get the C D <laughs> and they're like, Who, who's this geezer with the shit? Chip, there wasn't this the guy we love. What's going on? With a super long sideburns. And, and the years later now, everyone's smoking Ami, we love tattoos, it's different, yeah. but it was just a little too quick. Mm, that's yeah. what the problem was, I feel. You know? Yeah. And I, that's that, what boxed him out. I remember that um that that time period um of Chipmunk when he came out with the transition album. Uh, the first single I didn't really like. Then he went for the big one with Chris Brown. Mm, yeah. That did what it did. And the did. video on the mountain or wherever they yeah, were. Yeah, like wherever it they was were. A good Walk, song, man. Walking on water in Miami. <laughs> Chris had the Lambo out. I was like, all right, yeah, but it was a good one. And obviously it was a big moment for Chris Brown as well. Mm. Um, to, I guess at that time period, um, spill out his little, I don't know, perspective on like, Domestic you know, the, violence. The, the say what you want to say, fans. I don't know, man. Like, obviously, he was under fire those times. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. to to put that on that song with it was a moment, someone yeah. from the UK, it was a moment. I saw it mm-hmm. as a moment. Um, this is before Don't Waste My Time. Yeah. Was this before Skeptics Hello Good Morning? It would have been before that I, as well. I think it was. Um, was, it, was it just ooh, after? It would have been around the same time. Yeah, the same yeah time. probably. Um, so, yeah, man. Um, Chips had moments. Yeah, Chips definitely had. So moments. for me, young legend, this 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 it's not in doubt. Yeah, it's not yeah, easy. Yeah, it's not, man. And um, he's also demonstrated that he's not afraid to go toe to toe with anyone. Um, and he can as well. He can. He, he's, he's not. Dem- it's he's not the fact of being like not just being afraid about. Because someone's like, short, but they're gonna get beaten up. You yeah, know what I mean? they come. They're gonna throw the. Listen, yeah. they're gonna get knocked out in the seventh round, or whatever. But yeah. I'll come to fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's gonna win there enough all the time. Yeah. So man, I think that's why he's up there. Um, Using football analogies and stuff, we were speaking before we started about, uh, yeah. our, our, should we say our mate, Cristiano Ronaldo? He's not, he's not our mate it's right now. Mate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a United fan, so I'm always going to love Cristiano Ronaldo, unless uh, the stories are true. Wow. You know. Yeah. you were saying uh, CR7 and the R stands for rape, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why I'm laughing. Um, that nervous laughter. When nah, the nah, it's not even, you know what, it's not even nervous, but um, like I said before, yeah, it's, one of those t- topics that I don't really like to speak on because, like, you haven't really got the details. Mm. You know what I mean? You I know? speak on the details. We do know. So, allegedly, was it back in '09? Yeah, yeah. '09. Yeah, um, he was accused of raping a young lady, and um, factually, so this is not this is not speculation. Paid a certain amount of money for that not to be, to for it to go any further. Mm. So they had an agreement. Her lawyers, her lawyers, his lawyers, whatever. And not at the time, I didn't know about that. Yeah. And it's and then the story comes out that this money was paid, 
And are they looking to reopen the case possibly now? Yeah, they've got like a document that he signed to prove that he paid her. Yeah. And she's come out with like her story, yeah. you know, in this article of, of the night. And I don't know, man, it's like, as Van said, man, it's quite, it's a hard, anything like this is a hard subject to talk about because, you know, if it did happen or it didn't happen, it's like, it's bad either way. Do you know what I mean? Because it's not a subject you want to be speaking on because mm. there are serious cases that happen out there, unfortunately, and people don't get the repercussions they deserve for it. And people also go through something very traumatic. So it's like, it's a very tough subject to speak on. And, you know, we can only hope that, I don't know, it's it's not true for both parties' sake. Yeah, like, regardless yeah, of the so, money or anything. Okay, yeah, you, you not know, from a family perspective, it's not true that you didn't get raped, so like you didn't go for a trauma, traumatic ordeal. Yeah, and like, you didn't rape, so like his career is not tarnished for something that he didn't do. Mm. Exactly. But then, yeah, it's like it, it gets really messy because, like, if I like that use of messy right there, yeah. smart man, <laughs> CR7 messy. <laughs> if um, if it isn't true for um, if she didn't get raped and he didn't do it. It's still mad because it's uh, it's gone to courts now. Yeah. So she's lied, and she could have. Yeah. So if he didn't rape her, then it, it it would easily turn into like the fact that she's lied and tried to ruin his career. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah, there's no good in any of it. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? But then if he if it if he did do it, then he fully deserves to get 100% what, he, what he's coming for him so we 100%. can't compare, compare any of our MCs to, to Ronaldo then nah. no Messi Ronaldo comparisons nah Boy. completely dropped how pop- do we feel then so like like you said we're saying cause I don't want to sound cause like cliche stuff it's, it's such a tough subject and we there's certain things we can't touch there, there's elements of the story we do know so a figure of like 300 grand has been allegedly being paid mm. at the time when you hear that how do you feel and how does that make you look at individual when you hear or someone uses the term hush money I, f- I feel like and it's what we were saying before is like it made sense for him whether he did it or not to pay that money because if he didn't do it it saves him obviously the hassle of the months and months and months and months of court cases and etc while he's fully got a career to be getting on with yeah. and a cloud over his head and, and at a time where I think it was when he moved to Real Madrid it was the summer he moved to Real Madrid so he's starting his new career in Madrid which you know, looking back has been the most successful part of his career. Yeah. And it's like, if he, if he, oh, I've lost my trail. If he didn't do it, like to pay her off just to get that over and done with would yeah. make sense. But also on the flip side, if he did do it, paying her off would obviously make sense as well because he'd want to keep her quiet. So it's like, you can see how either yeah. side of it would have worked in, in both situations. That's definitely an interesting perspective because a lot of people would have been like, all right, so the money's there, so... He's guilty. That kind of yeah, yeah, that kind of insinuation. Like an admission of guilt. Yeah, yeah, an admission of guilt. Um, there's no smoke without fire. That kind of yeah. thing. So, and the thing is that there's loads of cases that get settled in court. Mm-hmm. Sorry, out of court. Yeah, where the, the, the whoever the party is wasn't guilty, but they've just settled it out of court because yeah. they just want to. So they don't want to have to go through it's that like process. You're a high, you're a high profile celebrity, whatever. It's like I can accuse you, whatever, and because I know you don't want to deal with it. Mm cool give her 500 bags <laughs> yeah. like, quick mortgage yeah it's, yeah, it's quick, quick yeah. payoff you know people there must be people out there just be like yeah you know because yeah. even like not to an extreme case using like an example like a Michael Jackson mm. I've got my certain doubts but there are people that have actually come out and said like I was a child my parent made me say this these things mm. you know and they would have got payoffs just like just here you go man I'm putting man are doing shows and putting money aside just in case money 
Listen, man, securing the bag. <laughs> People are out here securing the bag. It's yeah, it's it's, it's a mad one. Um, I hope he didn't do it. Man. Do you feel it's weirder that the football world it seems quite quiet about because this in the, in the grand scheme, grand scheme of things, sorry, this is a massive story. Yeah. One of the biggest footballers in the world has got an alleged rape case hanging over one him of, now. One of the biggest um, footballers to ever play the game. Mm. Yeah, not even just like at the moment yeah. to mm. ever play the game like once it's all said and done and he hangs up his boots like he's left a a glittering mm. legacy yeah you know so but we don't give a it, shit about the legacy you're no, no 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 yeah, obviously nah, not but I'm just saying that like in in what you were saying how the football world is quiet but that's yeah. why I feel it's weird that the yeah, they're so, so quiet is it because the power the money people are scared they don't want to comment on the story for fear of if you are someone to comment and you say the wrong thing or the mm. wrong thing gets printed, you're getting sued now. You might not get well, the interviews. Yeah, you know? probably. But also, like, when did the story break? Was It was only, like, today or yesterday, wasn't it? He lost, like, two days. Yes. Still, but, but, but so I, like, I, would, I would still expect it to be front page somewhere. Yeah. True, true, true. Maybe true. that's just my expression and how I look at it. People could have their different perspectives, mm. but I was just looking like, that's what makes me look at it a little bit weird. On one end, okay, maybe it isn't true. Mm. He said, like, because I've we've both read the same article. He said, there's there's gaps in certain places. And you go like with your gut a little bit sometimes, and mm. of experience of stories you've heard, but you always have to handle it with care because yeah. it's a sensitive topic. Then Maybe that's to... what the the publications are doing. Yeah, they're just giving you like a small little art article until like. I've never known the media just end. to be so like you know tiptoe yeah. around stuff so much because there's times when they don't give a shit they run the speculation yeah, yeah. they move how the public move as well they yeah. troll and that they got these crazy headlines so that's why I look at it weird because like, if I look at your track record of behaviour mm. how you report other incidents yeah mm. why is this a that's little bit true. different you know who we're just playing with theory here yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, but do you know what's mad as well it's like I feel that it's a situation that people d just don't want to speak on because it's like maybe because it's Ronaldo and because like you said he, he, he's the best player in the world he's won hit, you know between him and Messi they've won however many Ballon d'Ors in the last 10 years or whatever and it's like they're doing a tug of war with that one yeah. <laughs> they're like, not giving it to no one people, else people don't want to maybe tarnish themselves by tarnishing his name if or he, they don't if he, have to burn their football shirts yeah if he, if, if, if he gets proved not guilty people don't want to then have that brush that they've used to, tr to try and tarnish his name ah, okay, they don't yeah. want to you know maybe that's part of it as well it's like people are almost playing with fire a little bit mm. because if they do go oh Ronaldo rape case da 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 he raped this girl rah 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 and put all the the implications on him and it gets proved not guilty he can then sue them I'm suing everyone do you see what I mean so it's like that's maybe that's why people are being a little but I suppose it's the same with any other case then yeah. isn't it but it's just it may, it's just like the same things with like it's just magnitude, it's just I think. Powerful, a powerful man. Yeah. You've got access, you've got money, you've mm. got the law to protect you, you've got your lawyers. Like, you can, you can sort of, like, what happened back and you've got gagging orders. You've got loads of different things that, like, the average man might not have access to because your pocket's not as deep, you know? Mm. When your pocket's that deep, though, money and you've got that influence, through. you know, you've got brands behind you as well. There's there's a lot to lose here, also. Yeah. When you look at that way. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot to lose. Like you said, powerful man. He's not your average um, athlete. Mm. Yeah. He's, you know. Exactly. Different level. Different level. So um, I think everyone's kind of being careful about it. But if he did do it, yeah, man, we've got to hang him to dry. Mm. Yeah, of course. You know. 
yeah, football lad coach is weird doing it. So like, I, I know a lot nah, of stories. Is, uh, yeah, man, man, them will still be defending him. Like, I know a lot 100%. of stories. Remember, like, uh, who's um? They saying Adam Johnson might be coming out soon. The Chad Evans case. There's a lot of like that borderline mm-hmm. attitude people have. Like, she's come back, so she might mm-hmm. want. She could all be there in her bed and say no, big man. Mm-hmm. It might be half four in the morning. <laughs> it's yeah. not happening. But bro. also, do you know? What I feel like in in the football world in general, there there has been cases where. I think Ched Evans got proved not guilty in the end mm. and he ended up doing however long a stretch yeah. it was in jail and it's like there are loads of those cases as well yeah. as there are people being found guilty and I feel like that's why maybe people are a bit because they like they, they know the story case. of like oh well that person lied so now they're like hmm is this person lying as well yeah. exactly because yeah, because there are large sums of money involved it's yeah, like yeah. I mean the papers can run with the whole Ched Evans thing man in Sheffield United you got Ronaldo, like different kettle of fish. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm gonna come with my chest with this Chad Evans thing because <laughs> I know that, yeah, like the influence isn't like. There's a lot of people that don't even know who he is. Yeah. But Ronaldo, big man. <laughs> that's that's what I said. Why why it's so quiet with the story? The only other thing I wanted to talk about here is um I don't know how big of an issue it is over here. I see a a video go viral of um. You know, people are doing like, these uh, social issues, so man spreading. I think it's in Russia. The ladies on the tube, <laughs> on the Russian tube, pouring bleach on the Donny's crotch because apparently he's, we're we're sitting too wide now. We're not we're not respecting the space. Big man, what sitting with legs too wide? Yeah, no, the term is called man. I didn't know it's called man spreading. Like I think I did it to be fair on the tube, but. We've, what? We, we've got what? equipment Listen, though like, why is yeah. it someone else's business yeah to police how you sit on the tube if you're like within your own space on the tube yeah. that's when I transform into M. Bison cuz and relax mad <laughs> <laughs> no, but, do you know that's when got... toxic masculinity really comes out yeah. why are you bothering me yeah my clothes don't need bleach you know that, yeah, those that things, they, far, they couldn't it? happen over here that it, is a bit TFL far. nah you're getting spun. I mean, you could you could just say like, "Excuse me, do you mind like not taking up so much space?" You have to pour bleach on someone. But the, but the <laughs> thing is, yeah, she might not even who be was carrying bleach around. The, anyway. the thing is, yeah, the video that I saw, the woman, yeah, wasn't even sitting next to the 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 men that she, she protested from afar. She was protesting from really? afar, so she would just walk on the on the on the tube, and, and just, any man with sh- their legs wide open, she just chuck some bleach on. Yeah, that's a bit much. That's nuts over here. That could That's never happen. That's not happening. Nah. But do you know what though? There is. There. I do remember seeing a website or like something on Twitter years ago. Maybe that was a website or a thread or something of pictures of guys just taking up too much space like that on the tube. So it has been a thing for a while. Of people okay. like being aggrieved by it. Okay, but I could be aggrieved by it, and I'm a, I'm a man myself. Mm. I'd be like, big man, like fix up. You're taking up too much. Room, we're we're not having that conversation though, because. Think about London as how we are in the morning, going back, coming, going to and from work. No one can't tell you anything. I see yeah. people look in a pregnant woman's in the white of her eyes, yeah. And just <laughs> head straight yeah, back. head down, back in the metro. And everybody's got, everyone's got headphones on. Yeah. Look, looked her dead in the eye, like, looked at the bump and be like, The man on me. Yeah, no, they look at the bump, like, you're not that far gone <laughs> yeah. anyway. Yeah, it's all right. Do you know what someone did to me? I think it was today or yesterday. Like, it was in the morning, going into, just, just getting to Oxford Circus. And some guy, like I was, so I was stood on the end of the carriage, you know, like the small doors. Okay. And yeah. I was stood up against like the glass bit where the oh, chairs okay. are, yeah. and I was holding on to the, the thing above the mm. door, and the door opened behind me. So right. I'm stood there trying to take up as little space as possible to let people out, 
And one guy got off and he literally like fully meant it, like shoulder barged me as if I was like in his way. And I just turned around thinking like, what was the point? <laughs> like, what were you trying to achieve with that? Like, I wasn't really standing in your way. Yeah. If you have time, we might have to scrap on the platform. Yeah. yeah. You, got, you got a trip, like, like, a little trip, light trip. No, nah, do you know what? I just leg. looked back and I just thought like, two years ago, that really would have bothered me for the rest yeah. of the day. Yeah. But I just looked back and I just thought, like, what have you gained from that? Yeah. There's, really a, there's, there's a lot of angry people um, during your commute, like, super angry. And like, you haven't even done anything to them, but you can just see that they're angry over something. The thing, we're not yeah. even angry at each other, we're just angry at the fact that trains are, are late, they're yeah. overcrowded. Nah, just, even, even if the trains are on time, because you do have those days yeah. where everything is running so smoothly, <laughs> then you just got an angry Donny on your train. Mm. The hu- the one that huffs and puffs over everything. Yeah, like, mm. please move down. I was like, I'm look because you know, you, you never see the person, you just hear them. <laughs> and I'm like, brother, there's, there's one coming in one minute. You know? Or do you know who the worst people are? The ones who try to force themselves onto a carriage yeah. when there's clearly no space. There's no they space. just make Sorry. everyone else so uncomfortable. And it's like, bro, there's another train coming in two if, minutes. If I'm the person, yeah, that's like on the edge yeah. where like there's no more room, yeah. fam, there's no more room. There's you, no, you got the advantage I'm, of being like a tall, big brother. So, <laughs> so you mean, I, I'll all like duck under the... Yeah, Bruv, like, man's in the Jerusalem, <laughs> innit? There's no room at the inn. Relax. <laughs> Go, See that, go to well, the next one that man's friendly video I was just like yeah these, that's for that that climbing and the annoying thing about that video is I'm sure over here it wouldn't work but I'm sure there's a lot of guys that if someone pulled something on them they'd be upset but your nature is not to like hit out a woman so mm. like you could get away with it so you benefit from the fact that like a man a lot of men are like coaches not put hands on women so if someone pulled bleach on you you wouldn't think you wouldn't know it's bleach straight unless you smell it and like it's yeah. that strong but like, why are you pulling something by the time you've reacted the person jumped off the train yeah and then now you're going to imagine going to work good trousers tm lewin with the, the proper crease down the line if you're stopping into like somewhere to get a new pair of trousers quick nip into next yeah i'll be fuming bruv bleach but it's also a bad product of this like super like sensitive people trying to find something to be upset at like, imagine you just sitting there like, mm, I'm bothered by that. It never irritated you before. Mm. It was. It's not an issue. You know what? I think um, a lot of it is, it could be a pet peeve of someone, but you don't need to tell everyone your pet peeve. Big man, I don't care. <laughs> why do I care what annoys you? If I don't know you, why, should, why, why do you need to tell everyone like, oh, I'm annoyed by this? Everyone is living their day. They're not really harming anyone. They're not. Especially in the video. Bro, that video, the train was like, it wasn't even busy. It wasn't rush hour. Yeah. So like, there was like, there were like gaps yeah, in between yeah. like, yeah, so the, tra- the train is fair enough and you can sit how you want. Yeah. The space is there. Yeah, yeah, I sit like sideways on the train and like, put my legs out or like, cross yeah. my legs over and like, all sorts. If there's no one on it, if it's a packed train, you yeah. have a bit more respect, don't you? So, but like, imagine you don't yeah. want bleach on you. <laughs> yeah. So imagine like you're on a. I hope uh, nobody a, sees a that video and gets funny ideas, bro. Somewhat. I would hate to see that over here. Yeah, somewhat empty train, mm. and then nah, someone just comes much. and pours bleach all over you. Nah. Yeah, that's it. Nah. Not on TFO. The amount of money we spend. I think you just got to pull the emergency finger to stop the train. It's ruined everyone's day. <laughs> so listen, everyone's late uh, today. I cannot believe it, man. I yeah. do want to shout out um, Travis J. I don't know if you lot pay attention to his, his comedy. Yeah. Um, he was a... Uh, was how many months ago we have Travis on? On Off The Cuff. A little while ago, innit? 
yeah, I think about four episodes ago, maybe. I went four, no, it's a bit more than that. I went down to the yeah, uh, Bill Murray. Mm. He had a good show. Um, good crowd. Like, I, I like doing, because we speak a lot about music and culture. Yeah. I mean, that's another element of our scenes. People like Modi Comedian blowing up. Yeah. It's always nice to go and see, okay, cool. Who's been doing it for a while? Who's next? Or who's not getting a lot of attention? And the guy had two, yeah, two shows on the same day, basically. So uh, it's like a 6.30 show and I can want it like, like half nine. And I was there for the earlier one and I saw the tweets for the second one. A lot of people congratulate him. So I, I want to say big up to him because we've had him on as a guest and uh, it's, it's dope to see and I, and I hope that mm. there's more to come from him after. It's always nice. It's the litmus test like to go out and, okay, cool. People have been interacting with me, but will they actually come out and spend money? Will they come out and big see me? Right? You know, it's, 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 a, it's a lot different. Mm. Tickets for a fiver. So like, you ain't really got an excuse. Yeah, you know? but people do. People still don't turn up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, because a fiver is quite disposable. Yeah, you could, like all, you yeah, could you spend could... a fiver on a ticket and it comes around to the night and you think, nah, I can't be bothered to yeah. send you a fiver. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's still, still, it still means a lot. People £15 on tickets for our show and like, oh, bro, I'm not even around, you know. And I'm yeah. like, I'm listening, thanks for, I'll take the money. I will take yeah. it, but I'd love you to be here as well. So it is just one of those things. Travis J. No, big up Travis. I want to say thanks to Alex for coming down. Thank you for it's having a good me. It's a good place to end it because I know I will end up been there the whole night. Yeah. People got a lot of places to go. But um it's definitely before we go, please make sure you shout out your stuff, what you got going on and yeah. where people can catch you. Uh so for me personally you can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at I am Alex Manzi. Uh Dreamers Disease podcast you can find wherever you're listening to this right now and other podcast platforms by searching Dreamers Disease and likewise with Retro Football Shirt Podcast. Just search both of those or my name and you should find something or alternatively I guess Google my name and it might all come up I don't know I've never yeah. tried yeah yourself. like years ago not recently no. yeah, you'll probably, they'll probably find it yeah you, you definitely find me and then when you find me you find the rest basically we'll, we'll add your stuff onto, onto the yeah. description as well so yeah, you can check out your stuff but um, as always a good honest conversation never hurt anyone yes please make sure you use the right hashtag which is hashtag off the cuff pod find us on our Apple podcast app SoundCloud also I've been false forever. I'm Mr. Vance. Alex Nancy. Peace.